love you, Chloe. I love you, Daddy. FIT with the Z. Time to get my fits on. Who's better than you? Nobody. What is up, Fitz? Everybody, Fitz happens. Time to get your fits on. And there goes the last DJ. FIT with the Z. Who plays what he wants to play? This is the Fitz show. He says what he wants to say. Brothers and sisters, ladies and gentlemen, people everywhere, lovers of the world, presenting the one, the only, FIT with a Z player. Oh, yeah. 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 Oh, yeah. Fitz happens live from our radio hub for Monday. It's March 18th, 2019. And let me be the first to welcome you to our professional broadcast. Hope you had a good weekend, everyone. Let's see who's in our studio today. Right over there, his name is Drew. Stuffed to here with corned beef and cabbage. Ooh, Mr. Leprechaun over there. You're a leaking leprechaun. <laughs> About to leak. <laughs> right over there is Bethany the Mouth from the South. As I get older, I'm starting to kind of freak out about germs. Ah, oh, yeah, you and I both, right? I wouldn't know it. Okay. And he's the man who asks, if your teens aren't embarrassed, are you even really parenting them? Our host, The Fitz. Absolutely. Moms and dads, you got to embarrass your kids every once in a while. I mean, obviously, uh, we can't discipline our kids anymore. Yeah, you might as well embarrass them. Right, so we might as well just embarrass them. I hope you had a great weekend. I hope everybody had a fantastic St. Patty's Day weekend. And uh, let's get into a little warm-up jam just to ease into the show. Uh-oh. Come on, Stevie. Yeah. All that weekend anxiety go away. Then that time I went and said goodbye. Now I'm back and not ashamed to cry. Ooh, baby. Yeah. Everybody feeling it? Everybody feeling it? Everybody easing on into the show? Oh, all right. As we recover now from a long weekend, a long St. Patty's weekend. You know, I want to go around the studio. Let's get the peak in the pit. The peak in the pit from your weekend. The peak being the greatest thing, the pit being the worst thing about your weekend. And uh, I'll begin. For me, the peak was wearing green. All weekend long, I had a little green on, right? Celebrating my, my little kids had their green on, too. The pit was, we didn't even have a party. We didn't even have a St. Paddy's Day party. I was just wearing green all weekend. All right, anybody else? Counts for something. I'll go. Uh, The peak for me was getting to help my sweet mother and my sister with their car problems. Help my mom buy a car. Help my sister diagnose her car. Look at you, Mr. Moneybags. Must be nice buying your mom a car. I did not buy her a car, believe me. (laughs) Might have borrowed some money. (laughs) Hey, Mom, uh, let me come down. I'll help you buy a car. By the way, you got a couple hundred bucks. Here's my fee. Uh, And then my pit was celebrating St. Patty's in a German bar. Yeah, that's what my friends called me and said, let's go out to this German-themed bar. Apparently, that's the trick because the St. Patty's bars are all stuffed to the doors. That's true. But the German bar was kind of empty. Okay. Mm-hmm. Uh, what about you, Bethany, the mouth from the south? The peak for me was playing with the kids, St. Patty's Day stuff, just decorating and, Little you know. green like, plastic hats. Yeah, green plastic hats. And, you know, whenever they woke up, there was, like, green water in the toilets. 
you know, because obviously yeah. that. I get that checked out. Yeah, believe me, I know. I thought I had a serious problem. <laughs> Early Saturday morning, I was ready to call 911. Yeah, so that's always fun whenever they wake up yeah. on St. Patty's Day and um, they get excited and find little treasures that a leprechaun left them oh, and that kind of stuff. <laughs> um, the pit is just, you know, normal stuff, just cleaning, trash, you All know, right. just, you know, trying to declutter, sort of a spring cleaning kind of thing. Well, ladies and gentlemen, with that, I hope your weekends were much better than ours. Here comes Monday. Let's go. Fitz Happens Live. And now, and here's now, my and now, daddy. It's time for your Why Are You Kidding Me? Stories of the Day. Ladies and gentlemen, I hope you had a, re- a really good weekend. I hope everybody survived. Guess what? I wore green, but I didn't do nothing. <laughs> didn't even have a green shot. Well, you avoided the pinches. Yeah. I did avoid the pinches. I actually made it a St. Patty's Day weekend, uh, which is kind of cool. How, uh, how does one do that? Well, what you do is, Drew, for, to make it a St. Patty's weekend, you know about my glow-in-the-dark dark boxer shorts with um, the little glow-in-the-dark green chilies on them. Oh, Chilly. Yeah, oh, the, unfortunately I do. I wish green, I didn't, but I do. The green chilies. So I was just dancing in those in front of Bethany all weekend long. And they're green chilies. Now I know even more. So anyway, uh, I'm about to provide you with the news that did not make the news. Out of, out of Michigan, you say tomato, I say tomato. A woman in Michigan completely flipped out at a Burger King recently. Because they put tomatoes on her burger when she'd asked them, not to. And apparently things were thrown at, at uh, uh, employees in a violent manner. Wow. Have you uh, have you noticed that people, tomatoes are very polarizing. People either love them or right. absolutely hate them. What I've noticed is uh, the public recently I'm a freak, freaking out if somebody puts you know different things on their food. Yeah, a lot of fast food fights going on. Yeah. I'm, a, I'm a meh on tomatoes. Like- well, I love them. Let's let's see what happened with this lady inside of the Burger King. We did track down exclusive. What are you kidding me? Audio. The clerk was more than than kind to her to offer a refund of a food, of other food items, etc. Portia was not having that. She wasn't. Uh, she obviously didn't get it her way that day. Then she went on a tirade. Did you I hear just, that? She didn't get it her way today. Oh, that's your way right away. That's the slogan. All right. Um, Let's go to page two. What? Are you kidding me? I'm going to take you out of Ohio. This is a, a, a beautiful what the follow-up story. Remember the beer for Lent guy? Nothing but beer for Lent. Yes. He's from Ohio, and he was only drinking beer for Lent. And uh, he said he drinks two to five beers a day. Days two and three, he says, were hard, but he's been fine since. Let's find out if he actually lost weight. Uh... Okay. He gave up beer. Everything. No, he everything. gave up all food, everything but beer. Everything but beer. Right. So a lot of folks have been asking me how many beers I'm having a day. So I'm having anywhere from two to five beers a day. 
you know, a typical day. I'm not necessarily drinking in the morning. I'm not a breakfast person. I don't normally just eat breakfast in the morning. I get up, I have some water, I have a black coffee, uh, you know, no sweetener, no dairy, nothing in it, just, just black coffee every day. And um, I normally have my first beer sometime in the afternoon, and I might have, you know, one whenever I'm, I'm feeling a bit peckish. And then the majority of the beers I'm drinking are at home. Uh, when I get home at night, uh, I might have, you know, two to three beers here um, at the house. And uh, guess how much weight he lost. How much? 16 pounds. Drinking beer? Drinking only beer. Only drinking beer. You See, can't is, eat and drink beer. That is how my dad, Green Beret Bob, stays so skinny. That's how he keeps that figure. That's the secret. It's on to something. Natty Light. <laughs> All right, the Natty Light diet. He should create the Natty Light Challenge. <laughs> I don't know if that's a great idea. <laughs> All right. There you go, ladies and gentlemen. You got the... What are you kidding me? Stories of the day breaking every single hour. This happens. Live. You're listening to The Fit Show. Everybody, what it is. What's going on? Hope you had a good weekend. Hopefully you are recovering from a long St. Paddy's Day weekend. Yeah, why do they put that on Sunday? That's a great guy. Move you know it to what? Saturday. Yeah, they should absolutely move it to Saturday. Is it really a critical it's, holiday that has to be fixed on a certain date? Is St. Paddy's Day always on Sunday? No. No, no. It's a, it's a day say, of the month. It, yeah, yeah, so. It can end anywhere. It's not like Super Bowl Sunday. No, I think it's March 17th all the time. That's what I, okay, yeah. Uh, I don't know why we're complaining. It's not like we had parties over the week. I mean, come on. We were just yeah, chilling. We had, had a couple. Oh, did you? Yeah, Drew, Drew went out. Just a couple. You got a little inflammation under your eyes, no. I noticed. Maybe I always over. have that. That's oh. the salt. Oh, oh, it's the salt. That salty cabbage. <laughs> um, so a recent study looked at the uh, you know the most common ways that we hurt ourselves while we're drinking. And so since we're coming out, uh, off of the St. Paddy's weekend, it found that the average alcohol-related injury happens after about eight drinks for guys. Wow. And okay. six drinks for women. And the type of alcohol linked to most of the injuries for men is what? Guesses in the studio, please. Uh, fighting. That's a great guess, actually. Driving? No. Beer. What? The type of alcohol linked to the most oh. injuries for men. I well, think oh, that the type of injury. Oh, oh, yeah. That yeah, would have gone beer. beer. That's like straight right. up beer brawl. What makes women go into a crazy cat fight? Tequila. No. Cosmopolitans. Vodka. Te- vodka, straight up. Makes, them, makes it. Cray, cray. I'll make your lady mean, man. Make your lady mean. <laughs> uh, tequila, Bethany, I find, like tequila for you just chills you out. I mean, Joan Nichols describes it best. Tequila makes your clothes fall off. Yep. Right? Mm-hmm. For most people, I've... I've yeah, if, the effect on me I've heard. with tequila is uh, it's the one Yeah, alcohol- don't, you, don't, you, don't you let it take your clothes off. No, no. Definitely not. <laughs> I wouldn't wish that on anyone. What it does is it, it erases my memory. If I drink a, a yes. little bit of tequila, I'll just have this kind of grayed out part of the night. And it doesn't have to be a lot. I have had that happen to me once where... Tequila took my memory. Yeah. It just it robs Seriously. you of the details. Yes. Yeah. Hmm. Uh, I all just right. think alcohol does that in general. Some of the most common drinking injuries are bruises, cuts, scratches, broken bones, sprains. Eighty-eight percent of the people who uh, who've broken a bone while under the influence said it wouldn't have have happened if they were sober. It was from straight up the alcohol. That's where you, the fighting comes in. I thought you were going to say most people who have broken a uh, bone from drinking said, "Hold my beer." <laughs> <laughs> Drew, or watch this. Now might be a good time to share with the class. One time, Drew was drinking, and he asked some. He asked someone to hit him. 
You you asked someone to reach out and slap the you know what out of you. It wasn't out of nowhere. It's the craziest thing I've ever seen in my life. Yeah. And it was great. I, it was the hardest hit. It, it was, was the hardest slap I've yeah. ever seen. You it was got one of my best it. friends. Uh, because we were having. Did, didn't it knock you out? Uh, it knocked me down. <laughs> and I, it definitely it looping, dazed right? me for a moment. <laughs> yes. yes. I mean, I was on my back. It happened so fast. Uh, but I demanded he do it because I was going to show him I could take the hit. And because you were drinking. And that, yeah. You probably wouldn't. Have, you probably wouldn't have asked someone to hit you or slap you across the face if you hadn't been drinking. I'm sure of it. <laughs> Come um, on, do it! I can take it. Yeah. Hey, everybody's doing this. It's a new challenge on YouTube. Uh, let's see. And finally, 23% of us have started a drunken fight before. And when people were asked why they started a fight, the number one answer was, "I don't remember." <laughs> just like you said, <laughs> I don't remember. Hope you're feeling good today, everyone. This Fitch Happens Live is The Fitch Show. It's Choose Your News. It's Choose Your News. Everyone on the show is about to pick a headline that we think you need to know today. It's Choose Your News. So I know it's Monday and maybe uh, you're going to be stuck in a, a seemingly endless, boring meeting with a colleague who just goes on and on and on and you're like, oh my God, I... All we do is have meetings about meetings. Well, instead of trying to pay attention, just stop and let your mind drift. You might actually come up with a brilliant idea. Studies suggest we get most of our original and creative thoughts when we daydream or when we're absolutely just bored out of our minds. Yeah. So it's it's okay to, uh, what, what do they call it, go off into la-la land? That's huh? okay. I'm sorry, I wasn't listening. Oh, yeah, you, you went somewhere. <laughs> yeah. Where'd you go? What was it like? Oh, I've got a great idea now. Uh-huh. Basically, you tap into your subconscious, which comes up with the connections and solutions that go beyond the bounds of rationality. I like that. I do, too. It's like when you're trying for it, you might not get it, but if you just sort of let loose, it'll come to it you. just pops up. Mm-hmm. Uh, all right, Drew, what about you? Choose your news. Just eat it. This one hits very close to home for me. A family, an entire family, uh, spent the last year eating nothing but expired food. And they didn't. This wasn't just a stunt for the internet. This was to make a point. They're trying to show Americans that we waste millions and millions and millions of pounds of perfectly good edible mm-hmm. food. They were eating meat, fruits, dairy that was well past the date. Uh, the father of this family, Mr. Nash, said that he ate yogurt that was 180 days past its, its best buy date. And before you think they're just crackpots, this guy actually started uh, the Mom's Organic Market chain in Maryland. So he knows a little something about food and has probably seen a lot of it go down the dumpster. So, so after after food is kind of ha- is past the expiration date, is it just thrown away? Well, like in your household, what he says is don't just rely on the date. Use your eyes, your your nose, your your taste buds to tell if the I food. Use the your same. common sense. Yeah. 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 Mm-hmm. Not we'll only that, it. but my mom um, also volunteers at um, at like a shelter or a mission uh, several times um, a year, and she says that they keep food way past sure. the date, especially you know like all kinds of stuff. So she told me that, and I was like, obviously they're not going to give food to people that is <laughs> obviously hurt that's something right. that still sticks in my mind. My parents saying to me when I was a little kid, hey. You know, little kids across the world right now don't even have any food. It's, it's always stuck with me. Well, as we try to feed more a growing population, we're yeah. going to have to stop throwing away food. It's going to be harder and harder to feed. It's with embarrassing. It's, wow. a, it's actually just it's maddening. Uh-huh. Yeah. Uh, All right, Bethany, the mouth from the South. Choose your news. Okay, so the internet has gone wild for an old-fashioned term for an unmarried woman over 26. 
And it's not the, what would you normally think? Spinster? Exactly. That's what most people think is spinster. But it's not spinster. This girl found out, her name is Sophia Benoit, I believe. Uh, she lives in L.A., and she said that the, the term spinster was reserved for women between the age of 23 and 26. Mm-hmm. Okay, a single oh, woman. You graduate right. out of spinster. And then after you turn 26, if you were unmarried, you became... Crazy cat lady. <laughs> no. <laughs> Sorry, why? I'm kidding. You became a thornback. Oh, that's worse. A thorn back? No, I guess you, you think that it's worse, but a lot of other women are loving it. Like this one lady says, it sounds like unmarried women evolve from spiders into dragons, and I dig it. Yeah. So, I thought she was a thorn back. Yeah, she's a thorn back. So a lot of people are like, and her post has gone viral, so you know. All right, there you go, you guys. Mondays, choose your news. It happens live. This is the Fitch Show. I don't yell at you. I just speak in all caps. The legendary Fitz happens live. You can always uh, reach out to us and say, what's up? You can message me right now. Facebook.com slash follow Fitz. I'm on Facebook right now. Facebook.com slash follow Fitz. And right over there is Drew. Directly across the studio is Bethany the Mouth from the South. Uh, hang on. Heidi's message just jumped out at me. Hey, Fitz, uh, really enjoying the show today. Hope you had a good St. Patty's weekend. Do you know what a work wife or a work husband is? It's basically someone of the opposite sex who you are very super close to. My husband has known his work wife a lot longer than he's known me. I'm not the jealous type, but something has been bothering me lately. They spend a lot of time together. They spend eight hours together at work, and then they go to happy hour. Sometimes they even see movies together on the weekend. I did the math and figured out he's spending more time with her than he's spending with me. And it's really upsetting because in a weird way, I envy her and the amount of time that she gets to spend with my husband. Should I tell him I don't want them to spend as much time together? Or would that seem jealous and paranoid? Heidi, 41 years old, P1 since day one fits. Heidi, first of all, thank you for listening. Uh, she needs some quick Insta therapy. She needs it quick. Drew, Hi- I've got very easy advice for her. Throw it out, Heidi. Uh, throw uh, it out, Heidi. <laughs> throw it out, Drew. Well, he, I'm just gonna say I'm gonna offer this because he might not know that you want to spend more time with him. So simply let him know you'd like to spend more. T- you'd like him to spend more time with you than her. Ask, find out if he knows that, and if he in any way re- rejects or refuses your request, he's gone. Boom, you're done with him. You can't you can't have that. Heidi, here's what I'm going to say. I'm a, I'm a happily married man, uh, uh, and I'm going to tell you straight up, you, Heidi, you have every right in the world as that guy's wife to be jealous or paranoid if you want to. Because if, if, if you are uncomfortable, you have a right, Heidi, to let your man know that you are uncomfortable with something. And the fact that he's having happy hour with this lady... And if, if, first of all, if they're going to movies together... Yeah, that's where I'm that, like, whoa. Uh, whoa. Even happy hour. Yeah, happy hour, too. No but way. I mean, happy hour could be the whole group gang. But the movie sure. thing? Whoa. That's yeah. like, wait a minute. You're getting together. Uh, you see each other yeah. for eight hours, and then you're getting together on the weekend? That's yeah, that's totally like, different. That, that's like he really does have a yeah. work wife. Yeah. yeah. I mean, he should be watching these new movies with you. 
Yeah, Agreed. for sure. Well, what if she, this is what I'm saying, is he might not know, like maybe in the past she's been too busy to hang out, so he sort of yeah. developed this friendship with this other girl. But if she wants that time back, she should ask for it directly, not beat around the bush. And if he has a problem with that, then I think he's done. Right. And and by the way, if you spend, you know, a lot of time with someone, odds are eventually, yeah. you know, stuff's going to come up. It's like these people who get on Dancing with the Stars. They spend all that time together. Eventually, they're going to have some chemistry. Well, it's a little different. They're like rubbing on. Yeah. Well, what do you areas. think they're doing at the movies? Yeah, what do you think they're doing at the workplace? <laughs> well, if they're doing any of that, then. <laughs> all right, Bethany, you get the last word. Again, I uh, just got a message from Heidi who says her husband spends more time with his work wife than, you know, his own wife. Bethany, go ahead. Wrap it up. Um, I just really feel like I, I basically agree with Drew uh, and you, Fitz. I mean, you know, if someone. Whenever you get married, I believe that you make a promise to that person, and um, I really totally believe that you have the right to say something and let him know that you're uncomfortable. And if he has an issue with that after that point, then I think that yeah, there. I mean, if a guy wants you in his life, then he'll make he'll put you there. All right, you should have to fight for a spot. And if you need some insta therapy, uh, just a message away. Really, Facebook.com/slash/followfits. This is The Fit Show. The reality check is on. It's time to get real. It's real. For real. For real. Like for real. The reality check. This is The Fit Show. All right, back from a long St. Patty's Day weekend. Uh, welcome back, you guys. Stand by. Fitz files are on the way as we get ready for the good, the bad, and the gossip. Bethany, what's coming up? I'm going to give you the... Um... Yeah. The, the latest uh, info uh-huh. on Lori Laughlin and uh, Felicity Huffman. What's going on in their lives? Because oh, it's just heartbreaking. What do you think those two are up to poor Lori Laughlin. <laughs> She's been fired. Her daughter's been fired. They, her daughter, both of her daughters quit USC. I mean, we're going to be talking about all of it. It's even after I pardoned her. Yes. The other one didn't get pardoned. Felicity. I'm not going to pardon Felicity. Okay. Just well. Lori. All right. Well, all we'll right. talk about it. All right. <laughs> Drew is standing by with the Monday reality check. This is one of New Zealand's darkest days. Clearly what has happened here is an extraordinary and unprecedented act of violence. Yeah, so that is the Prime Minister of New Zealand there. Uh, The nation of New Zealand, the tiny nation of New Zealand, spent this weekend in shock and mourning after that terrorist assault on two separate mosques that left about 49 people dead uh bethany okay two separate mosques yeah so this it, was two so people f- no it was three people 41 three people were in custody uh 41 oh, people were okay. killed at one mosque seven at the other and then the final person died in the hospital and i know there's so been far. a lot of confusion uh, in in the name of like the community it was it was christ church yes. new zealand yes, christ yes. church is a city in new zealand right yeah um so obviously any mass shooting is terrible um but, but what makes this one so stand out so much is that New Zealand is not only a very tiny nation with a small population, uh, but it's considered very safe. And uh, up until very recently, the police didn't carry guns in, in most cities in New Zealand. And in fact, since 2010, only one year have there been more murders in New Zealand, more than 49, which is what happened in like one hour yeah. uh, during this event. Uh, and then the 
I think the the part that really resonates for the whole world is that one of the shooters, one of the participants in this had a video camera on a helmet. They were in like SWAT type gear and he live streamed the assault about a 17 minute video to Facebook, which of course Facebook took down, but such is the internet live the entire time yeah so, so obviously they can't stop the live stream they, right well they they did yeah. they were oh. they stopped it after about 17 minutes but it was you know copied shared long. copied shared so yeah. they took it down and now it's popped up Everywhere. over and over and over like every time they take it down it keeps popping up all over the internet so i'm um, obviously this is not the kind of thing anyone wants to see or needs to see mm. uh so i mean it just in every way uh, people are saying this is uh reminiscent of that attack in norway back in 2011 where that one extremist killed 70 77 people because the size of the nations are about the same and and mm. their both their their peaceful standing is about the same right um i i did read in the news in a news story that said that one of the reasons that the guy that orchestrated this, um, one of the reasons why he did it w- in New Zealand was because he wanted to do it in one of the safest places in the world. Oh, man. Just he wanted evil. to prove to, to that show, you yeah, could yeah. do it. He actually, they left behind a 74-page manifesto, and mm. part of that was he wants to you know, tell people that nowhere is safe. He wants everyone to know. And, and of course, it was an attack specifically against Muslims. Uh, it was kind of a, you know extremist action thing. All right, there you go. That's the Monday reality check. Every day, Fitch happens. This Fitch rocks. Is the Fitch Show. The good, the bad, and the gossip. These are the Fitch Files. All right, let's see what's trending. Obviously, uh... The Hallmark Channel is, is is trending. Bethany, I know you're about to talk about the Lori Laughlin situation. Right. Uh, and this is devastating news for me personally because word has it that she was set to star in a groundbreaking movie about an aging divorcee who discovers the true meaning of Christmas. Mm. That was about to happen on the Hallmark Channel. They were about to uh, start filming that? Yeah. Oh, man. Your, your Christmas is already ruined. <laughs> In uh, it's not March. Chris- Christmas isn't going to be the same. The Hallmark Channel's not going to be the same without her. No, that's just if Candace Cameron left. If Candace Cameron leaves the Hallmark Channel, they might as well just cancel it. They might as well fold. Yeah, they might as well just... <laughs> just, you know, throw up the flag. Back it up. Uh, so anyway, really sad news as we get in. To the Fitz files, the good, the bad, and the gossip right now. Okay, so I love this story, and it just makes me love Woody Harrelson. Don't you just feel like you'd love Woody Harrelson if you hung out with him? Well, he says he doesn't give much thought to winning an Oscar. In fact, when he was nominated in 2018, he voted for Sam Rockwell instead of himself. Because he says, quote, I feel like I got an award with my life. What an award to get That's right. this life. That's right. Yeah. Everything but his hairline. Right? Yeah. <laughs> I mean. Don't want that hairline, but. Yeah, no, I'm kidding. Yeah, absolutely. I he's love saying that. he's saying he's blessed and not stressed. Right. And that's what we should all live by. Awards that. don't matter. Yeah. Oh, not when you have millions and you're loved by everyone. Like, mm-hmm. who cares about a piece of metal? It's like a few minutes ago on the show. I said, "Hey, Drew, you happy right now? How's everything going? You feel good about the show?" And he's like, "Yeah, I guess." <laughs> I'm like, "What? That's a ten for me." <laughs> okay, so let's move on to the bad. Wanted to talk about Lori Laughlin and Felicity Huffman. Uh, Lori Laughlin's daughters, both of them, have dropped out of UFC, USC, the UFC. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe that's their next stop. <laughs> yeah, from USC to the UFC. Yeah, you never know. Um, 
I'm, I'm sure there's lots of people that love to get in the ring with him. From right a now. dorm room with four walls to the octagon <laughs> to a cage of eight. <laughs> okay, so back to what I was saying. USC, they both dropped out. They said they don't want to deal with all the harassment and everything. Whenever, can you imagine walking through the campus? Um, not only that, but Lori Laughlin has lost a lot of friends. Supposedly, she and her hubby. Really liked uh, being competitive parents and showing their kids off and their family and that sort of thing. You know, they were definitely one of those keeping up with the Joneses type of families. Right. And so the um, Hollywood Hills. It says yeah. that now they have been shamed. They are losing a lot of pals. Yeah, because so. their friends are like, what are you doing getting caught? You're ratting us all out. <laughs> That's right. We're all up to that stuff. Yeah. But real friends wouldn't obviously leave them behind like that, right? Just abandon them. I mean, I don't know. I mean, I, I mean, don't know. should we should we shame these people to an island where they never want to see people again? That's what I'm saying. I, feel I ba- said the same thing yesterday. Yeah. I mean, you know, yeah. the, last week I was saying, you know, look, you can't. The people make mistakes. You can't, yeah. you know, let make people to where they don't want to yeah, live. They didn't or, trip and fall. They committed fraud. I know, I know. But they I'm didn't crash saying. their car. They defrauded the entire uh, university system in America. Yeah. But people but have been doing from, it for a long time. She's from Full House. Not so, okay, let's move on. Right. Felicity Huffman, she just totally deleted her social media. Her Instagram account. She yeah. just totally deleted it. She had nearly 600,000 followers. She wow. said, forget it. Forget this. <laughs> All right. Forget about it. <laughs> and real quick for the gossip, Ben Affleck. Remember that big, gigantic back tattoo? Oh, yeah. And we were all wondering if it was real or not. The eagle or the... It was the phoenix. It was, phoenix. It was a phoenix. No, it was a phoenix. Oh, phoenix. Yeah. Yes. And um, just to let you know, it must be true. It must be real because he says, quote, the sentiment ran, you know, against, which I think I love my tattoo. I'm very happy with it. He says it's meaningful and he likes it. So good for Ben Affleck, I guess, with his ugly tattoo. (laughs) There you go. That's the good, the bad, and the gossip. That's the Fitz Files. This is the Fitz Show. This... Come on. Is why today doesn't suck. Oh, what's up? Back from the weekend, everybody. Hopefully you're recovering from your St. Patty's Day festivities. Welcome to Monday, March 18th, 2019. And if you're having a birthday today, you share it with Adam Levine. Adam Levine, straight up 40 years old today. Younger than Adam Levine. Adam Levine no, and I are the same age. No, yes. you're older by a few months. <laughs> I'm 39 and a half. He is positively blushing right now. I am 39 and a half. Adam Levine is 40. Well, that's yeah, 39 and a half. She will be loved. You know, he's from California. He looks it. You know how I know that. How? Well, he's got a tattoo that says it. Does he? Like across his stomach? That was like the biggest meme from the Super Bowl. I know, but I'm trying to to block out the memory of his clip art tattoos. Yeah. Well, I've been I've been like cranking up push ups like crazy since I saw that. I thought I thought it looked pretty nice. Yeah. Mm -hmm. It's not a bad thing. Right. I mean I liked what I'm saying is I liked the color scheme. It was all black and white. There were no there was no color yeah. in it, so I really kinda I thought it yeah, was. Yeah, okay. it was like he got it st- like straight up on MSNBC lockup. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like a a big yeah. pen with a Well, I tried to get a magic marker and, and write Texas across my stomach, but it didn't have the same effect. <laughs> you wrote it backwards. <laughs> <laughs> Philip Sweet today from Little Big Town. 
Philip Sweet is 45 years old, you guys. On the pontoon, making waves and catching rays up on the roof. I love this part. But jumping off the back don't act like you don't want to. Party in slow motion, out here in the open. Um, motorboat air. It's motorboat air. It's motorboat air. All right, uh, yeah. Didn't they have a birthday last weekend, too, or last week? Somebody did. Yeah. Little Big Town, man. It's Big a, month for them. They're the gift that keeps giving throughout the year. Mm-hmm. Um, Dane Cook is 47 years old today. I still think oh. he's funny. Uh, Gosh, he needs to slow down on that plastic surgery. Yeah, and I on, followed guys. him I, I follow him on Instagram, and yeah. it is just out of control. Well, he's a little insecure. I think is 20. Mm, well, there's his problem. Well, yeah. I, mean, I mean, no problem with that, but I mean, he does need to... He's a little insecure, I think, when it's coming to his aging. And guys, you just gotta you just gotta soak it up, embrace it. Ladies yeah. like a man who ages gracefully, you know. Anytime you're insecure about something, it doesn't look good, you know. Yeah. So, sure. I mean, I just think you kind of have to own it. Mike Rowe, he's secure. He's 57 years old today. Host of Dirty Jobs, we love him. Yeah, That's awesome. a man's man. We love you, Mike Rowe. Charlie Pride today is 81 years old today. Country artist. Um, it was on this day, you guys, in 1997, that thousands of people lined the streets of Brooklyn for the funeral of the notorious B.I.G. Uh, 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 yeah. Biggie, biggie. Man, so many parties with that plant when I was in my first few years in college. Oh, yeah. This, this was, was the soundtrack. This was the theme song. Yeah. yeah. Bethany, finish it up. Yeah. All right. There you go. Yeah, everybody's singing Biggie right now. <laughs> That's why today doesn't suck. So, check this out. Straight out of country. This Fitch happens live. Ladies and gentlemen, is the Fitch Show. And now, here's and now, my daddy. It's time for your Why Are You Kidding Me? Stories of the Day. Standing by, I am here. Any day, work or play, I'm going to be there right away. I am your What Are You Kidding Me anchor man. If you got any What Are You Kidding Me stories, you know, if you see them as you're checking your phone and stuff throughout the day, send them to me. Facebook.com slash follow fits. I'm going to take you out of the hip hop community, if you don't mind. That's cheesy. According to a new study, hip hop makes cheese taste better. Huh? Hip hop. Makes cheese taste better. Yeah, whenever I eat cheese, I usually listen to hip-hop, and so it does make it taste we're, better. We're talking about while you eat it, not like while the cheese is fermenting. Well, eight wheels of <laughs> award-winning Swiss cheese were exposed to different kinds of music. Actually, well, this is why the cheese is fermenting. And uh, uh, they you know, they put the cheese in front of this music while they aged, including like the Beatles, Mozart, Led Zeppelin, Techno, A Tribe Called Quest, a little bit of country, all that sort of stuff. Anyway, uh... Hip-hop makes cheese taste better, but they also found out the cheese that was exposed to jazz tested best. No, that's what they're saying. Jazz, We've Got Jazz by Tribe Called Quest was the hip-hop sample. (laughs) This is my What Are You Kidding Me story. I just thought I would... Why you want to throw out all the details? Well, you... I just... Okay, sorry. Oh, you're saying I got the story wrong. Yeah. So what do we know, Bethany? We know that... The hip-hop. cheese mm-hmm. hip-hop was cheese. Uh, the cheese was, you know, exposed to the Beatles, Mozart, Led Zeppelin, techno, and one each wheel was, you know, 
yes. exposed to a different type of music. Uh-huh. And the one that was exposed to a tribe called Quest, tasted the song the best. being jazz, tasted the best after eight months. But, yes. So there you go. How have they not turned this into one of those Cheez-Its commercials? I love those ads with the wheel of cheese and the wheel of cheese is arguing with the guy in the ad. This is it. Right. It's right here. Or you could also have people standing by the cheese cutting the cheese. That might work. Do we have audio of this? We have the song that the cheese listened to. Oh, okay. (laughs) So feel free to put your cheese in front of this. (laughs) Go ahead. The cool out to the music cause it makes you feel serene oh, The birds that. and the bees and all those groovy things Like getting stomach aches when you gotta go to work Or staring into space when you're feeling berserk I don't really mind if it's over your head cause the Oh, see all that cheese is starting to taste better right now Alright, let's go to page two What, are you kidding me? That was a really bizarre story, wasn't it? Yes, it was uh, I'm gonna take you out of Australia Right now, ladies and gentlemen Saved by a phone. Cell phones can be real lifesavers, especially if an arrow is flying right at you. What? In Australia, a 43-year-old man found himself under attack when another man, armed with a bow and arrow, confronted him outside of his house. Who's walking around trying to rob people with bows and well, arrows? first off, they don't have... They don't really have guns in yeah. Australia. So you go so, to the... So if you want to get someone at range... Grab the bow and arrow. Yeah. <laughs> well, the man under the attack... The dude who was under attack raised his phone to video the confrontation. The armed man responded by shooting an arrow right at him. Great aim. The phone acted as a shield as the arrow pierced through the phone. Dude's like a superhero. (laughs) Blocking it with a phone? Saved by the phone, man. It was definitely an iPhone. Drew, I know you like the Android, Mm -hmm. but the iPhone saved his life. Well, they Uh, both use Gorilla Glass equally. Oh, is that right? Mm -hmm. Corning. And there you go, ladies and gentlemen. You got the... What are you kidding me? Stories of the day breaking every single hour. Just be real. Welcome 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 to the Fit Show. Yeah, man, that's the good stuff. Because good feels good. That's why I do the good stuff. Good feels good. Started doing the good stuff a long, long time ago, and the next thing you know, every radio show in North America started doing the good stuff, too. Well, you are a leader. Thank you. Thank you. You're welcome. Man. (laughs) Well, folks, I'd like to uh, uh, share more good stuff with you right now. There's a couple in Kansas named Ron and Diana Watson, and they've gone to the same restaurant six days a week for 15 years. Wow. It's a Texas Roadhouse. I'm all about Texas Roadhouse. Oh, yeah. Ooh. They got those uh, peanuts, you know, that you can... The bread, the garlic bread, too, oh. though. Ooh, oh, Texas no. toast. The rolls. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, anyway, uh, they go every single day, but Saturday. And they sit at the same little booth. They get the early bird special on four of the six nights. And they get pretty much the same thing every time. Some people think it's a little odd, but they're kind of like little mascots at the restaurant. They know everybody. Ron is a Vietnam vet. He loves the military discount, and uh, he also has PTSD. So when he goes in there, he's comfortable with you know with the familiar faces, and uh, he likes the routine, and, and the the booth that gives them a nice little view, you know, of the door and outside of the window. Yeah, I was just saying that I read um, I read a, st- a story about this little couple, and the only reason they don't go on Saturday is because like. It gets too crowded or oh, something yeah. like that. Like they, mm-hmm. That's the only reason they don't go. Uh, but did you, know? you notice they they get the early bird special on four of the six nights, and then he takes advantage of the uh, the veteran veteran discount as well. 
That's something I want to encourage people to do because there's a lot of restaurants, you guys, that not only do they have like unbelievable specials for kids, but senior citizens, military. It's like you could always find a special somewhere. Like what? Like like the other day at IHOP or something. Something was going on. Yeah, there was like kids eat free for after four o'clock yes. or something like that. And, yeah. And certain Denny's have that as well. Mm-hmm. I mean, you could always find yourself a good deal. Yeah. To give yourself a little smile on your face. But anyway. Oh, yeah. No, if I was in the military, I would totally <laughs> oh, yeah. be in for the military discounts no matter where I went. Yes. I'd be like, you got a military discount? Yeah. <laughs> Check this out. Well, since 2004, six days a week. Ever since we have been started here, if you think about it, we might be at home and I'm not like not at work or something like that, and we just say where we want to go eat at. It's just like, come here. We don't get bored with it. And you can get everything off the menu. They'll fix it the way you want to. You don't have to worry about something. We love this place. We get good service, good food, good price. You can't beat it. Go ahead. So shout out to Texas Roadhouse, baby. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and while I'm at it, I'd also like to give a shout out to the Cracker Barrel. I'm, I'm allowing everybody to give a little shout out to the little favorite place. Uh, hello, Cracker Barrel. Uh, miss you, love you. Anybody else? Shout out. Mm. <sighs> I don't know who's earned my shout out. I've been eating out a lot lately, so. Yeah, me either. Okay, well, it's not D- any didn't fun. say you had to have you know throw out something. Jersey Mike's. I love their their sandwiches. Mm-hmm. All right, um, so there you go, you guys. That is the good stuff. Yeah, man, that's the good stuff. The Fit Show. It's about to get loud. Now back to the Fit Show. Fit happens. Live. All right, everybody, what's up? My name is Fitz. How are you? And we want you to be a P1 of my show. Yes, a P1. P1s are our most valuable and loyal listeners. They've actually set this show as the number one button on their preset. Yeah, that's what it means to be a P1. You've locked us in on program one, that number one button on your radio. You lock it in and you never take it off. This show, that's how you become a P1. Uh, so just yeah, hold your finger out there, set it and forget it. Thank you so much for listening, and hope, hopefully you're recovering from uh, you know St. Paddy's. I, I mean, is that still? I mean, there's a lot of folks who who set aside St. Paddy's weekend oh, for a lot of partying. Yeah, it's a major drinking holiday. It's mm-hmm. like Cinco de Mayo, kind of the same level mm-hmm. of interest, I think. Yeah, I'm wondering if uh, while people were out and about doing their thing this weekend, if uh, maybe they happened to share some of my dad jokes. Oh, undoubtedly. You think so? Without question. Oh yeah, for yeah. sure. I do appreciate the reaction that I've been getting on social media about this. Mm-hmm. Thank you guys uh, who, who appreciate this form of art. <laughs> it's a dad joke. <laughs> a real bad joke. <laughs> because dad, your jokes are the worst. As always, if you have any dad jokes, please send them to me. You could just message me on Facebook, facebook.com slash follow fits. So the boss texts me, send me one of those funny dad jokes. Me. I can't. I'm busy working. The boss. That's hilarious. Do you have any more? <laughs> that was meta, man. I wasn't sure if we were really talking or if it was a joke. It was yeah, awesome. See? Yeah. <laughs> now for my other joke. What do you call a sad cup of coffee? 
I, I don't know. What do you call a sad huh. cup of coffee? A depresso. <laughs> it's a dad joke. <laughs> a real bad joke. <laughs> Damn, kick number one. It happens live. live. The legendary Fitz happens live. Live. Welcome back to the show. My name is Fitz, and right over there, my buddy Drew uh, on the other side of the studio, Bethany the Mouth from the South. And um, if you've been listening to the show maybe the past couple of days, you'll know that I've been really affected by Lori Laughlin. Uh, what 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 she's done, the sort of consequences of her behavior. You know, mm-hmm. she had the, the Hallmark Channel has decided to part ways with Lori Laughlin. So that is done. Mm-hmm. Uh, after she was obviously charged in the college admissions scandal. So I assume she's already talked to the FBI. Mm-hmm. Hallmark saying we're done. Yep. You also mentioned something about Fuller House. Yeah, apparently uh, the word is that Fuller House has also uh, basically written off her character. Have you even seen an episode of Fuller House? Not a minute of it. I, re- See, I probably that's watched, the problem. That's I, the problem. I probably watched uh, of the original Full House show. I've probably seen cumulatively 15 minutes of it. It wasn't. I, it wasn't for me. I just kind of feel like you're missing out on life a little bit. You're missing because I didn't watch Full House. Yeah, yeah. Mm. When Full so House anyway, came you, out, I was about 18 years old. You really think I was going to sit down and watch it? <laughs> so you? Were? you I, I don't know. Somewhere around there. You're 18. No, I don't no know. Way. How old are you? Like 60 something? What's up with you? It hasn't been out that. Okay, maybe I was. Maybe I was 15 when it came out. Full that House would be still. about right. Yeah. Full House for me was like uh, after school in the sixth and seventh grade. Yeah. So like yeah. was like my big Full House. I was time. about to Charles say mine was Char- like fourth and fifth, yeah. third, fourth, fifth. So I would have been eight, nine, ten. So here's the question: Lori Laughlin is the uh, they say the Hallmark Channel's best loved actor. What happens to the Hallmark Channel yeah, right not now? Anymore. <laughs> Recast. Do people really start hating her? Now, because of well, this, you look think? Look at social media. There are tons of people. That, I mean, Felicity Huffman has taken her Instagram down. Yeah, there are things celebrities or people in the limelight do that, that America doesn't really care about. But think about this really affects a lot of people. It hits mm-hmm. a lot of people at the home because people. a lot of people, just regular everyday Americans, have been trying to get their kids into school. A lot of people are those kids who have been trying to get in school in the last several years as it's gotten tougher. And it just feels like they personally were cheated by this. Mm-hmm. People who basically... Right. Like undercut their opportunity at that premium education. I mean, I do feel bad for, for for all the students who work their butt off, not only on their grades, but I mean, the process of of taking a college application seriously. If you want to do it the right way and get the get the uh, faculty of, of the university's attention, that's right. a lot of hours. Think about this: we all knew those kids that were in every extracurricular activity that played like three instruments that were on all the you know bands and activities and doing their their Eagle Scout Last and doing president. all this stuff class president involved in everything all to go on that resume working on their their yeah. college application and then some jerk comes in because their mommy and daddy are rich and just buys their way in and you you get I, I guess I do the door basically. I guess I was just under the impression that most universities they they just they they take you, you know, I mean do they really say we have a certain amount of spots yes. that's it really yes or especially do they, especially those premium Absolutely. universities or do they always want that income coming in no those elite universities they, they will have a have, limit they will have a couple of hundred spots for freshman admission this year that's it Maybe maybe a thousand or so. It's not a lot. See, with all this drama now with the universities, that's 
Go to TED Talks. Get a brilliant education on TED Talks and YouTube. Yeah, I don't think you can list that whenever you go and apply for a job. Yeah. You could say I'm educated by life. I watched I a lot of TED Talks. I get education in life. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I've yeah. seen the whole TEDx series. <laughs> right. You know how many college professors you could watch on TED Talks? Oh, yeah. I mean, come on. We're not arguing that that's not a valid education, but right. when it comes to getting that job at Bear Stearns or something, With they want to see that you went to Harvard. That frame degree, mm-hmm. right? And now, this is The Fit Show. Hey, what's up? It's The Fit Show. Oh, it's Monday. Complete St. Patty's Day recovery right now. Welcome back to the show. Hope everybody had a good weekend. Uh, my name is Fitz. How are you? Right over there, I'm looking at my buddy Drew. Hello. He's a little uh, recovering leprechaun. That's right. And uh, directly across from the studio on the other side of the room over there is Bethany the Mouth from the South. Hey. Um... Do you guys ever just, like, wonder what people do for a living and, like, how much money they make? I'm bringing this up because over the weekend, Drew was going to the ATM machine, and um, you saw somebody walk off, and then you casually walk up, you're, you're, well, you're getting uh, money out of it. Yeah, oh, it, was, it was the drive-up, the drive-up oh. ATM at the outside the bank. Oh, okay, even better. Yeah. So you watched the car drive off. Mm-hmm. I pulled up. There was a car already using it, so I waited politely, and that wh- car drove off. What happens next? As I pull up the machine, I see that they didn't they didn't bother grabbing their receipt. This is the best. So of course I grabbed it and looked right at it, as you would. I mean, How who much wouldn't? was in it? Eighty nine thousand dollars. What? In a it checking, was a checking account. account. In a checking oh. account. A little over eighty nine. That's I was like, it. You what? jerk! You did this on purpose, didn't you? Like he probably leaves those everywhere he goes. Did you not chase him down to try to get him to get you a coffee or something? No, I wish I'd at least gotten his no- his license number. Dude had eighty nine thousand dollars in his checking account. Step in front of his car what? in traffic. <laughs> something. <laughs> In your checking account, 89K. Who has that? Oh, you should have absolutely just at least went dive on the hood. <laughs> nice little, <laughs> little side swipe or something. Yeah. No, no, I can't hit him. He's got to hit me. Yeah. <laughs> that is just the craziest thing. I know. All right. Hey, wherever you are right now, at home, at work, in the car, listening on the app, love to hear from you right now. Who's like the richest person that, that you've ever known personally? Uh, I, could, I could honestly say... Bethany, you can too. That we know a billionaire, a, 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 straight up a billionaire who lives right next to David Letterman's ranch house in uh, Montana. Um, true story. I'm not going to say his name or anything, but um, remember? Mm, well, yeah. I mean, starts I, with I an know L. Who you're talking about? But... Yeah. A straight. It's just a trip. I didn't. I know mean, he how was many a people? Billionaire. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, he's a billionaire. Yeah. He owns, like, basically most of Montana. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Just crazy. He, he invited Bethany and I out to his ranch one time. He offered to have a, a private plane, like, fly us to his ranch in Montana. This is a true story. When you said, where's your ranch? He said, Montana. And you Montana. said, where in Montana? He says, just come to Montana. Yeah. <laughs> the yeah. whole place. Oh, you know, the left side. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I own the side with the Rockies. Yeah. I mean, it, it was just crazy. But yeah, he was a he's a billionaire. I actually also know a different billionaire. Uh, we're not close, not yeah. real wow, close. Wow, it's like they're they're just everywhere. Well, they kind of are these days. They really but, are. But this guy's totally self made, uh, and he made it in the um, like old folks home business. He owns. Oh yeah. He and his brother own a massive chain of old folks homes, and they started with nothing. They grew up like in St. Louis or something, and uh, he just saw. Uh, he was actually in the newspaper telling his story. He saw how uh, his grandparents were treated when he was a kid, and he just thought, I want to do something better. 
and they built it starting with one house, and now they own like high-rise buildings all over the country for old folks. For old folks, where, where they know that they're safe and, and looked after and right mm-hmm. and watched after. I think that's all. I love that. And this guy makes a fortune. I mean, he's got a collection of cars that you wouldn't believe. I mean, every, everything you've ever heard of. Yeah. The most exotic stuff. He's got them all. Like Jay Leno puts Jay Leno to shame. No, no. No one puts Jay Leno to shame. Okay. <laughs> He's the top of dog of all. We'd love to hear from you. Who's the who's the richest person that you know? And I'm still wondering, you know, what what that dude did with $89,000 in his checking account. For real? Yeah. Fits happens. Live. Live. The reality check is on. It's time to get real. It's real. For real. For real. Like for real. The reality check. This is the Fit Show. All right, in minutes, we go straight out of country. And how did Rascal Flats and Toby Keith get hooked up with the mob? I'm not even kidding, you guys. Yeah, I got a big story next when we go straight out of country. Drew is standing by with the Monday reality check. Better O'Rourke kicking off his presidential bid. O'Rourke is undoubtedly a star. The question is, can he be a successful politician? Yeah, so that happened last week, and the Democratic ticket is getting crowded. Uh, O'Rourke is kind of a... He's a polarizing candidate for people because a lot of people love his youth and vigor and, you know, he's sort of a sexy candidate. But remember, he did just lose. He's He lost a Senate seat race to Ted Cruz. It Only was by a close 2%. Race. Yeah, it was a close race. It was a close race, yeah. So uh, he's not coming from a seated position in Senate or anything like some of, a lot of the other candidates. Uh, he's kind of bookends with uh, Bernie Sanders, you know, a young guy and a really old guy. But- yeah, and, and by the way, I refuse... I'm not. Uh, I'm not taking any side here. I'm not taking the left or the right here. Uh, but I, I was reading the Democratic side polls, and it looks like Biden is number one, Bernie yeah. was number two, and it looks like Beto is like what six or seven on the list, right? Right. Right. Okay. So the, it's kind of like they each bring. It's it's like a movie yeah. superhero gang. Everyone has their thing that they bring. He brings the like mm. good looking youth, I guess. Uh, someone else People, brings the experience. Okay. And and I saw the president was uh, the president was talking about his hands, Beto's hands. He was making fun of his hand movement. So I got to go back and look at his hands. Yeah, and of course, uh, when he announced his candidacy, yeah. he very clearly in bold print said, uh, "I will run a uh, polite campaign." Who Beto did? Yeah. So um, we'll see. You know what they say about uh, uh, battle plans? They never survive first contact it's with the opponent. Yeah. So it's especially where politics are now. Like this there, is the there presidency. Is no friendly campaign. Yeah. This is the presidency, man. There's there's no such thing as a fair game, obviously. Well, I yeah. think he just means uh, no name calling and. Well, like I said, we'll see if that that plan survives first contact. I still, you know, going back to the Ted Cruz thing, it's like I just. After somebody said that stuff about your wife, I mean, what does his uh, his own wife think about him now? <laughs> the job, I guess. I mean, Bethany, if somebody was was saying stuff about you, wouldn't you expect? I mean, right? You'd expect me to. Yeah, I mean, I'd probably be a little upset. It's just, but that's politics, But what if it right? was the boss of your whole company? Wow. Do you just walk away? You know, that's that's what kind of what he's faced with. Wow. Well, yes, I don't, I don't care who it is. If somebody was saying that stuff about my wife, I'm done. Well, speaking of that boss, yeah. uh, last week, President Trump finished his week by uh, signing his first ever veto in office. He signed it over Congress, basically canceling out his emergency declaration to get the wall built. So he stood up and he vetoed that. It was a big public ceremony. He had people who who's, uh, uh, have family members killed by illegal immigrants, that sort of thing. Now, Drew, every time I get into this with you and I ask you, Drew, do you think we should have the wall? Yes or no? I feel like you never, you know, 
uh, giving a solid answer on that. I always give you an answer. Yeah, I mean, for example, I would tell you that I, should I believe... Should we have a wall, Drew? I believe that construction is vital to this country, and the, the amount of money that goes into construction and the type of jobs created by construction are really just an absolute foundation to the labor force in America. So you're saying that by building a wall... <laughs> Would be good for the labor for uh, labor force. I'm saying that every time something is built, it's great for the labor force. <laughs> I think I, I think Drew just gave everybody his answer. Oh heavens! <laughs> I'm just teasing. All right. Um, do we have time for one more, Drew? Yeah, one more. So the Boeing company announced that they are ready, are going to be ready with a software patch for those seven three seven Max eights and Max nines to stop that MCAS system. That's that pitch down system that. Uh, is believed to be responsible for the two recent wrecks on those planes. Uh, they might be ready to start doing the software patch as early as this later this week. Uh, it's going to cost a couple million dollars per plane, so less than a billion for the whole fleet. And, but it still may take a couple weeks before those planes are cleared to fly, certainly in the U.S. and the rest of the world. So it's still going to cause those delays and problems. All right, there you go. The Monday Reality Check. Are you ready to go? Come on. This is The Fit Show. Straight out of country. Okay, how did Rascal Flats and Toby Keith get hooked up with the mob? I'm talking about the mob, the mafia. This is weird after that Gambino uh, uh, crime uh, you forget boss they even exist, killed. and then yeah. something like that happens. Now this? Well, the Arizona Republic, they just did a, a little piece on the crooked developer behind the failed Rascal Flats restaurant project. I remember when that happened, when they pulled the plug. Yeah. And they also pulled the plug, uh, I guess, and Toby Keese, I love this bar and grill restaurants. I didn't know that they all shut down, too. But apparently he's a former mobster who basically took everyone for millions and millions and millions of dollars. And now the dude's in the witness, uh, this former mafia guy is in the Federal Witness Protection Program. Well, you know who he's <sighs> hiding from? Toby Keith. Yeah. Yeah, I'd hide, too. <laughs> yeah. Took oh, Toby's yeah. money. He'll, Fit- put, he'll put a boot in your... <laughs> <laughs> I bet you, yeah, Toby Keith does not mess around. No. Mm-mm. He's probably got his own cowboy mafia. That's big dog daddy right there. Yeah, Fitz going to hit the shan, Toby. <laughs> <laughs> so anyway, uh, Rascal Flats said, we want to make it clear that we are only licensing our name, image, and logo to the restaurant chain. That they they weren't going to be owners or directly involved, but take a little piece. See, that's how they do it now. But I remember when that statement came out. It was maybe six, eight months ago. It felt very suspicious. Like, there was not a positive energy behind that statement. Normally, you're excited, like, yeah, come on down. We're all going to be it. And they're like, it's name only. We have nothing to do with this. Like, sorry, our name's on the building. Well, if the mob was looking for you, where would you go? Like, should Rascal Flats and Toby Keith be concerned? Do, do they? Do, I mean, is there a possibility Rascal Flats and Toby Keith could go to the witness protection program? Hmm. <laughs> I feel like uh, Canada would be a very safe place for the mob. Yeah, the Canadians are nice. There's Co- no mob there, right? Costa Rica, maybe? Oh, no, not Costa Rica. No. Oh, why? Mafia gets people there. Are you kidding? Oh, yeah. How do you know? Movies. Okay. I was going to say, what about Zewataneo? Oh, yeah. That's a good one. Um, do you ever wonder... How Maren Morris and her husband Ryan Hurd get along so good? I, I, I woke up thinking did, that. But. Because they have a couples therapy. Maren yeah. Morris credits couples therapy for helping her and her hubby get closer together. She said therapy also helps with her own mental health because she's able to just kind of get out what she's feeling. Bethany, you've always been a big fan of like therapy, right? Yes. Mm-hmm. Um, my mom was a big fan of therapy and I had to go through it growing up because... 
I just kind of grew up in the uh, mentality that therapy was just kind of good for you. You got your yeah. thoughts out. You have someone to bounce it off of, someone that's not crazy. And they sit there and get paid for it and go, yes. Yeah, but actually, yeah. no. It really, if, <laughs> if you have the right counselor and uh-huh. the right person, yeah. it can really help focus your life and help uh, your, you have goals and really accomplish things. It can really help like your a life, happiness. Like a life coach? Seriously, uh-huh. it can really help. How, the, the, the question is, how long does it take to find a good therapist? Like, don't you have to go through a good three to five? Yeah, that's the yeah, hard yeah. part. I, I don't know if you have to go through them, but you just have to vibe with a person. Mm-hmm. Yeah. There's no way to measure it without going in and doing it. All right. There you go. We just took you straight out of country. You're listening to The Fit Show. You're listening to The Fit Show. You're listening to The Fit Show. Go rest high on that I'm an American soldier. God bless the USA. This is Green Gray Bob. Fitz is my son. I proudly served my country from 66 through 72 with the Army Special Forces. We live in a land of the free because of our brave men and women past and present. This is our troop salute. The freedom you experienced over the weekend and Monday's freedom is brought to you by the proud men and women who serve and who have served our nation. You know, the slogan, when you're here, your family, is the slogan for a particular restaurant chain. But you know what? I think it may also apply for the United States military. Today's salute is one of a type that I'm getting more and more of lately, and I just love them. Today we salute Chris Whitehurst of the United States Navy. Matthew Whitehurst of the U.S. Army, and Courtney Whitehurst, also of the U.S. Navy. And this salute was sent in by a very proud mama, Jennifer Whitehurst of Leesburg, Florida. And Jennifer asked me to salute all of her kids, both in the military and and, and out. And uh, her oldest son, Chris, is a Navy corpsman who's been serving for seven years. He's won the Navy Blue Jacket Sailor Award three times. That's a big deal. Uh, Matt is in the Army and currently serving overseas. He's getting ready uh, to test for his sergeant's exam. And then Jennifer's daughter, Courtney, is a master uh, at arms in the Navy. And Courtney has a twin sister who uh, also went to serve alongside her siblings, but she's fighting a battle with lupus disease right now, so those plans are on hold. Mm -hmm. And obviously Jennifer raised her kids the right way, instilling in them a sense of service and pride for the nation and and a true dedication to duty. Families with a tradition of service like the Whitehurst family, man, they're the backbone of America. Really are. You know? And our strength continues because Americans like Chris, Matt, and Courtney Whitehurst dedicating their efforts to it. And we cannot thank them enough. And mothers like Jennifer Whitehurst get to enjoy the pride of knowing that her family is keeping America strong. And we thank you, Mama, as well. Thank all the mamas. We thank all the daddies. Of all these military babies. <laughs> and we live in the land of the free because of the brave. It's time. This is the Fit Show. And now, and now, it's time for your Why Are You Kidding Me? Stories of the Day. Standing by with the news that didn't make the news. 
I begin with a story out of the uh, United Kingdom. A little parental advisory maybe on this one. Uh, so moms and dads, if you want, if you have kids in the car, this is just a crazy story. And that's what I do. I, re- I report crazy, crazy stories. I'm going to title this story Anger Management. 64-year-old John Lewin Jones has been found guilty after punching a seagull as horrified children watched after the bird knocked potato chips out of his hand. It's crisps. Excuse me? Ah! It's UK. They're crisps. Well, whether it's a potato chip or crisps, <laughs> the bird died. Oh, I believe it. He punched the seagull to death. Oh, Rocky over here. And uh, witnesses say that he held the bird. Okay, well, he wasn't nice to the bird. And the wild Over birds. Chips? Well, the bird came and got his chips. And the wild birds are a protected species under the UK's Wildlife and Countryside Act. And uh, basically, uh, uh, that one of the head inspectors in Great Britain said this was an unthinkable and despicable way to treat an animal. Which I agree. Very out of character for the English. Witnesses saw the attack and shocked bystanders. I uh, saw this. Children are are, are going to need some therapy after what what this guy. The guy was punching the bird, and it just didn't end well. So, quite a uh, show, though. Yeah, he's he, he's ordered to pay a thousand dollars in costs, by the way, and fines and stuff over there. <clears throat> so, don't be punching birds. Okay. I think I think seagulls might be protected here. I th- yeah. I think I was at the beach sometime, and they were saying, "Oh, don't don't touch them. You can't touch those seagulls." I'm like, "They're flying rats. They're everywhere. They're swarming the place." They're like, oh, they are don't not touch flying them. rats. They're animals with souls. Seagulls are, are like flying rats. They're filthy. They are. They eat out of the garbage. Beings straight from the Lord. They eat know? dead fish off the beach. It's just like the other day, though. Remember, Bethany? We took the kids to the park, and the little ducks came up, and the ducks were like, "Ah, sweet humans. They're yeah. going to feed us." You well, know, ducks they are never. Cute. Yeah, ducks are cute. They were cute. They were like landing on the water from all over. Yeah. Ducks are cute. Hey, the party's here. Let's go to page two. What? Are you kidding me? Out of India, somebody's got a major beef. Jaswinder Paul is a native of India, but currently he lives in New Zealand. He also just ate some beef because the supermarket where he shops mislabeled it as lamb. And I don't know if you know this. Eating beef for most Indians is a—it's a big no-no, from what I understand. Mm-hmm. And the store offered him a $200 gift card as compensation, but he wants much more. He wants the supermarket to pay for a cleansing journey back to India, where he would spend four to six weeks being purified by Hindu priests and do various sacred things to to clean his soul. This involves three and a half weeks at a spa as well. Spa, you know, you got uh, to you cleanse know yourself. I totally know how he feels. That is a deep clean. Yeah, um, I, I need that, too. I need that. <laughs> I had a bad burger the other day. I need, <laughs> I need a cleanse. Yeah. Hey, man, you sent me to Paris, man. I need to go. After that bad burger, I need to go to Paris for a month and just <laughs> cleanse myself. I like that the store owner tried to get away with $200. The guy's like, sir, my soul has been <laughs> smeared. And he's like, how's $200 sound? <laughs> <laughs> Maybe I can give you something on Groupon. <laughs> There you go, you got the... What, are you kidding me? Stories of the day, breaking every single hour. And now... This is The Fit Show. The good, the bad, and the gossip. These are The Fit Files. 
All right, let's see what's trending. Obviously, uh, the Hallmark Channel is, is is trending. Bethany, I know you're about to talk about the Lori Laughlin situation. Right. Uh, and this is devastating news for me personally because word has it that she was set to star in a groundbreaking movie about an aging divorcee who discovers the true meaning of Christmas. That was about to happen on the Hallmark Channel. They were about to uh, start filming that. Yeah. Oh man, your your Christmas is already ruined. <laughs> in uh, it's not March. Christ- Christmas isn't going to be the same. The Hallmark Channel is not going to be the same without her. No, that's just if Candace Cameron left. If Candace Cameron leaves the Hallmark Channel, they might as well just cancel it. They might as well fold. Yeah, they might as well just <laughs> just you know throw up the flag. Back it up. Uh, so anyway, really sad news as we get in to the Fitz files, the good, the bad, and the gossip right now. Okay, so I love this story, and it, this makes me love Woody Harrelson. Don't you just feel like you'd love Woody Harrelson if you hung out with him? Well, he says he doesn't give much thought to winning an Oscar. In fact, when he was nominated in 2018, he voted for Sam Rockwell instead of himself. Because he says, quote, I feel like I got an award with my life. What an award to get That's right. this life. That's right. Yeah. Everything but his hairline. Right? Yeah. I mean. Don't want that hairline, but yeah. No, I'm kidding. Yeah, absolutely. I he's love saying, that. He's saying he's blessed and not stressed. Right. And that's what we should all live by Awards that. don't matter. Yeah. Oh, not when you have millions and you're loved by everyone. Like, who cares about a piece of metal? It's like a few minutes ago on the show, I said, hey, Drew, you happy right now? How's everything going? You feel good about the show? And he's like, yeah, I guess. <laughs> I'm like, what? That's a 10 for me. <laughs> Okay, so let's move on to the bad. Wanted to talk about Lori Laughlin and Felicity Huffman. Uh, Lori Laughlin's daughters, both of them, have dropped out of UFC, USC, the UFC. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe that's their next stop. <laughs> yeah, from USC to the UFC. Yeah, you never know. Um, I'm, I'm sure there's lots of people that love to get in the ring with them. From right a now. dorm room with four walls to the octagon <laughs> to a cage of eight. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so. Back to what I was saying. USC, they both dropped out. They said they don't want to deal with all the harassment and everything whenever. Can you imagine walking through the campus? Um, Not only that, but Lori Laughlin has lost a lot of friends. Supposedly, she and her hubby really liked uh, being competitive parents and showing their kids off and their family and that sort of thing. You know, they were definitely... One of those keeping up with the Joneses type of families, right. and so um, the Hollywood Hills. It says yeah. that now they have been shamed. They are losing a lot of pals. Yeah, because so. their friends are like, "What are you doing, getting caught? You're ratting us all <laughs> That's out." Right. We're all up to that stuff. Yeah. But real friends wouldn't obviously leave them behind like that, right? Just abandon them. I mean, I don't know. I mean, I, I mean, don't know. should we should we shame these people to an island where they never want to see people again? That's what I'm saying. I, feel I ba- said the same thing yesterday. Yeah. I mean, you know, yeah. the, last week I was saying, you know, look. You can't. The people make mistakes. You can't, yeah. you know, let make people to where they don't want to yeah, live. They didn't or, trip and fall. They committed fraud. I know, I know. But they I'm didn't crash saying. their car. They defrauded the entire uh, university system in America. Yeah, but people but have been doing from, it for a long time. She's from Full House. I'm not say, okay. Let's move on. Right. Felicity Huffman. She just totally deleted her social media. Her Instagram account. She yeah. just totally deleted it. She had nearly six hundred thousand followers. She wow. said, "Forget it." Forget this. All right. Forget about it. <laughs> and real quick for the gossip, Ben Affleck. Remember that big, gigantic back tattoo? Oh, yeah. And we were all wondering if it was real or not. The eagle or the it was the it phoenix. Was a phoenix. It was a phoenix. No, it was a phoenix. Oh, a phoenix. Yeah. Yes. And um, just to let you know, it must be true. It must be real because he says, quote, the sentiment ran, you know, against 
which I think I love my tattoo. I'm very happy with it. He says it's meaningful and he likes it. So good for Ben Affleck, I guess, with his ugly tattoo. There you go. That's the good, the bad, and the gossip. That's the Fitz Files. This is the Fitz Show. Oh, yeah. All right, everybody, welcome back to the show. And what have we learned today from Monday, March 18th? Wow, 2019. And uh, wherever you are, let us know what you picked up from our show today. Here's what I learned. I learned that during St. Patty's Day weekend, there were actually a lot of drinking-related injuries, mostly consisting of, you know, bruises, cuts, scratches, broken bones, some sprains, just your normal drunk stuff. Got to be some barroom brawls in there. Couple of barroom brawl, yeah. So broken noses, mm-hmm. yeah. Hope everybody's doing okay. By the way, teeth knocked out. Uh, maybe some. Oh, trust me. Whenever someone falls, face <laughs> yeah. planning, you would yeah. know. Experience, yeah. Maybe a green poop, yeah. even today. Believe from, me. from all the the food coloring. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. There's that too. All right, Drew. What about you? What have we learned today? What we learned in the good stuff about a sweet little couple that's been going to the same Texas Roadhouse six nights a week for dinner. For like 15 years. You would think they'd make in the Texas Roadhouse restaurants would make them like VIP customers for life. Right. Velvet rope around their booth. Free food every time. That's right. Mm-hmm. Bethany, the mouth from the south, how you doing over there? All right. Have you, did you pick up anything from the show today? I did. What's that? But it was my own, uh, my own choose your news. I learned that um, ladies that are 26 and older and that are still single, they're not spinsters. That's reserved for women from 23 to 26. 26 and older, you're considered a thornback. If what? If you're single. Unmarried. If If you are single and unmarried and you're 26 years or above. You're considered a thornback. A thornback. Sounds like some sort of weird dragon Mm -hmm. from Game Ah, of Thrones. Sounds dangerous. Stay away from the thornbacks. Oh. Right. All right, then. Everybody, have a, have a fantastic day. Thank you so much for listening. And, uh, again, I, I do hope that you are recuperating from your St. Paddy's Day weekend. We'll see you tomorrow. My name's Fitz. I'm Drew. I'm Bethany. Think big, because you're thinking anyway. And who's better than you? Nobody! Well, that's the end of today's professional broadcast of The Fit Show. Did you miss some of the show today? No worries. For all things fits and to check out today's PAB, the podcast after the broadcast, just go to followfits.com.